Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, as always, we got uh, Ryan, uh, Shane, and myself here, and we got a panel of special guests. We've got uh, Jesse Mitchell, Christine Fisher, and Holly. How do you say your last name, Holly? I don't want to mess it up. Bombach. Just like I thought, Bombach. Yeah. Um, thank you all so much for getting on here with us. Um, I know we struggled to get a signal there for a minute, but we're looking good now. Um, before we get going, you got want to go around the horn and, and give us a little breakdown of your, uh, you know, general bio, where you're from, what's going on right now, how you got into this, and we'll get into some specific questions here in just a minute. Holly, All right. jump. You're first. <laughs> I'll go first. Go ahead, Holly. Okay. <laughs> Um, I've kind of told my story a lot. I got into fishing. My husband was into fishing too much. I was mad every weekend. He would be gone. I was home with our son. And every weekend I was a yago and every weekend I'd be pissed off, mad. And then finally got some sound advice. Why don't you try going? So I said, okay. And I went and the first day I went, he skunked and I caught all the fish. Oh, man. Yeah. So I'm like, any event sport that I can go and beat my husband at, <laughs> this is what's for me. You so definitely was... picked the right sport. <laughs> <laughs> so that was two years ago. I've now been through three or four kayaks. I volunteer for Heroes on the Water. I'm on the Headwaters Fishing Team and the Gill Marine Pro staff. So I kind of got addicted. Addicted. That sums it up for me. Yeah. Christine, jump out there and tell us how you got into uh, this wild sport. Well, I mean, I think everybody knows I, I've been fishing my whole life, um, kayak fishing here and there. But I think I seriously started kayak fishing probably four or five years ago um, and really took the tournament scene serious two years ago. And obviously it's going to be – a big part of my life now going forward also. Um, but it's something I really enjoy and I'm really passionate about um, being a part of the community. I also volunteer for Hewers on the Water. Um, I used to guide, I did kayak fishing guide trips with Marty Hughes back in Nebraska for two years and I really enjoyed that. So it's it's a pretty big part of my life, I'd say. Um, Jesse, yes. tell us about you for a minute. I started kayak fishing. Well, I started fishing since I was a kid. I mostly focused on catfish and crappie. And not last April, but the April before, I um, went out to the Kentucky Dam. They were having a, a kayak demo. And for the heck of it, I went out there and was trying them out. And I fell in love with the kayak. And I was like, man, I got to buy this. So I ended up saving a bunch of money and I bought the Hobie Pro Angler. At the time, I had no idea what kind of kayak I had. I just knew it was awesome. I loved it. I mainly bought it for exercising, to be honest. Out here on Kentucky Lake, I live about three miles from there. And uh, I was trying to drag my kayak along without a trailer, throwing it in the back of the truck, couldn't hardly lift it. So I reached out to a lady down the road that worked at a bait shop and she knew a guy that could help me out and he ended up showing me what a bait caster was. Never touched a bait caster in my life and never even fished with artificial bait ever. I only use live bait. And that man's the name was way, Terry Elkins. Terry Elkins. Yeah, he sure did. He was a lifesaver. And um, 
he got me rigged up with electronics and really helped me out. I was a heck of a good friend. And I was going through a heck of a time in my life. My family was falling apart and I was stressed out at work. And uh, so I decided I'm just going to get out there and fish and kind of use it as a therapy type deal. And I fell absolutely crazy in love with it. I love meeting all the new people that share the same passion for me. And basically just hit the ground running last year or this past season and decided I was going to take off work for a little while and travel around and kind of check off some of my bucket list and that's basically where it all began. That's interesting. It's all of you came at this from a different angle. Some of you grew up fishing. Some of you got into it with a spouse. Some of you got in, it sounds like Jesse got into it for, uh, you know, a completely different reason. Uh, so Shane, Ryan, I know we kind of had a, a list of questions we were going to kind of hit these ladies with, and I'm sure we'll get into the, what the crowd has to say, but, uh, when do y'all want to get us started here? What uh, I know, all three of you for the most part fish, not just kayak fishing, but you actually fish competitively. What got you into, a, you know, from jumping from this being kind of a, a pleasure thing to wanting to compete uh, competitively? I got bullied into it <laughs> by Amanda Brannon. <laughs> she wouldn't, oh, yeah. she kept just hammering about this online tournament. And uh, I hadn't met her yet. And I knew who she was, and I finally just said, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do it. And that's what started it. We went out together, went fishing, and it went well. I ended up doing well in the tournament. And I think two tournaments later, I did the online, the women's online, uh, the women who or the fishing, the motorless tourneys. And I got, I think, 10th and one. I won one. And I didn't realize how competitive I was until I did it. And then once I did one, that was it. <laughs> Got hooked up. Go ahead, Jess. <laughs> I got into the whole tournament thing. I'm competitive by nature anyways. Mm -hmm. And um, honestly, right after I got my trailer and stuff set up with Terry, um, he was like, you need to fish the Hobie Open. It's the biggest, you know, kayaking tournament around here on Kentucky Lake. And so he's like, you need to do it. You need to do it. And I'm like, Terry, I've only touched, you know, bait caster for a month and a half now. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't need to compete with these guys. And he's like, I'll pay for it if you do it. And I was like, well, if you insist. So that literally was my very first tournament and just the camaraderie and everybody being so cordial to me and asking who I was and introducing myself to everybody. It was just felt like a family. And that's what I was craving for in my life anyways, at that time. So yeah, that's I, got into. Awesome. Uh, I got into it for probably two reasons. One, I mean, I'm, I'm fairly competitive. Um, and another thing I, I guess I felt like I wanted to, um, I wanted to prove that I knew what I was doing. Um, I had a lot of people that didn't take me seriously for whatever a variety of reasons. And I just thought, you know, I, if I could compete and at least come to the stage and say, look, I, I belong here. I know I, this is something I'm really passionate about. Um, I think that was kind of my driving factor. So I wanted to be good at this um, and just show that this is something I'm serious about and prove that I, I belong here. And, I'm here. Yeah, it's definitely a, a solid way to kind of quantify 
I think the third, the first 30 fish I caught, um, I was told it was beginner's luck. I was told it was beginner's <laughs> luck for at least a year. And I, yeah, I think that was part of mine too. Like, look, like I'm going up against other people and I can do it and I did it. Was that Adam saying that as uh, he's skunking? I'm not going to name names. <laughs> <laughs> so how about for this year at the ship house, you fish the national championship and let Abel make sandwiches. Yes. I don't know if Abel can make sandwiches, actually. <laughs> you can make can't catch fish down here. Nah. Either, so. <laughs> well, um, that kind of goes into another question. Christine, I know I got to compete against you some this year in the Midwest series, and we visited about fishing, uh, you know, before the tournament and after. And, you know, so impressed with the knowledge you have and, and how you went about your business for the tournament. You talked about not being taken seriously before. Have any of you three faced obstacles like that getting into this tournament? Can you describe some of that? Mm, I think mine, I was just kind of Adam's wife, you know, and I think around here there are not a lot of women. Um, I mean, I can name them on one hand. So I don't think anyone necessarily thinks of any women around here as a threat. And I haven't done the local series. And part of that's just because my husband does it. We have a child. It's really hard to figure out how to both do it. That's why I've kind of stuck with the online tournaments. But for the most part, like the community here gets super excited when I do well, lots of shares, everyone talking about it. It's been pretty supportive. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think um, I was really, really surprised by how supportive the kayak fishing community was. Um, I was welcomed and people were extremely friendly and I, I didn't really face that with any anybody in the kayak community. I mean, to this point as of yet. For me, I would say I kind of, especially in captain's meetings, initially when I first started, I could tell I definitely wasn't taken seriously. Of course, for me, I wouldn't have really took myself seriously either. I was brand spanking new. I um, hadn't fished many tournaments at all. Um, after this past year of traveling around and everybody actually getting to see some of the things that I was putting up, I never really did too awful well in tournaments, but I was catching pretty good sized fish around here anyways. And uh, got a ton of support from just local family members and friends and coworkers and a lot of the guys that I've run with and have traveled with um, a good 20 or 30 of them are extremely supportive of me. We chat on the phone during traveling and, and chat while we're out there fishing and they're always encouraging me. So for the most part, yeah, I get support, but I can also tell that people still see me as real new and a lot of people also don't know me. So it's not so bad. I definitely still like what Jesse said. I don't take myself seriously still. And I think that's why when I go out, I, I'm still having fun. I don't stress out about it too much. I know some of the guys uh, stress out a lot. They overthink about stuff. And I'm, I think because I am still newer, um, I just go out, try whatever. And I'm happy if I catch fish. And if I don't, I just try better the next time. I don't really put too much thought into it. So what are some of the biggest obstacles that you feel like you kind of face in like this male dominated sport? A lot of the, go, go ahead, ahead, Holly. I was just say probably trying to find a PFD that photographs well. Cause man, 
<laughs> she was just just make it look like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anybody the biggest, else? biggest obstacle you face is a is a PFD. Okay. Yes, <laughs> you're doing all right, Tim. <laughs> you're doing real good. The biggest obstacle I face is like with traveling and rooming, like for instance, for like the NC or down at the end of the bend. It is extremely hard as a female in a male dominant sport to get rooms with people because most guys are like oh my wife will have a fit or my girlfriend will have a fit <laughs> not and i totally understand where they're coming from as a female but for me it kind of stinks because here i am i'm going to do a job i'm focused on exactly what i'm doing i'm not going there to you know steal your man yeah <laughs> like i know i'm not a big i'm not a big flirter i'm actually a rather shy very nervous person anyways so <laughs> the crew that I'm around all know that about me and they kind of put me under their wing and, you know, watch out for me, which I greatly appreciate. But some of their spouses or significant others don't realize that they're like a brother to me. Yeah. And so that is extremely difficult and it's a heck of a lot more expensive. I'm usually either stuck. I'll sleep in my car and go crash and, and take a shower or whatever. If I'm going on a long trip to save money because I work full time and, you know, hmm. it's that's that I would say is the absolute most challenging thing is just their spouses don't understand that. I'm I feel like I'm one of the guys too. You know, maybe this yeah. video will go a long way towards uh, easing some minds out there. Some people can share this or see this uh, to understand. Really, we're all just anglers, male, female, whatever. We're just trying to to go yeah. out there. Compete. I, I, yeah, I never huge. considered that that aspect of it the challenge of being able to find uh, lodging and everything like that. That's interesting. That's because you always sleep with me, baby girl. That's why. <laughs> we usually have like the opposite problem. We have like too many people that want to stay, and it's like you got to just okay. We got to cut it off at twenty because this house is only so big. But uh, Jesse, now that you said that, I have definitely experienced that. It was not a comfortable situation. Uh, like you said, we're all just the same. No one's trying to get at anybody. We're just having fun and hanging out. Ashley K. Mallet says that Jeff is open to room with anybody, but it's cool. Ooh, you're trying to get me killed. She's going to come out of here. <laughs> hey, um, Valerie Grant chimed in and said the uh, kayak community is very welcoming to women. Boater tournaments, not so much. So maybe that's another way the kayak community is a little bit different. I don't, I don't know how that works on that side, but... Uh, you know, a lot of people describe the kayak fishing world as a little bit different, more open, welcoming in general. So sounds from the three of y'all like it's been that way too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think one of the things, like I, that's an excellent point by Jesse. I definitely have had some serious issues with that. But another one, when I first started fishing tournaments, I was single. Um, I drove to all these big tournaments by myself. And so I didn't have this come up, but one of the things that I've kind of faced this last year is, I mean, I got people, I always have to think, you know, and I've had a pe people ask it. They're like, well, you and AJ fish together. So they automatically assume that the only reason I do well is oh, yeah. I'm fishing with AJ. And it's but never why wouldn't, AJ, why wouldn't AJ do well? If that, <laughs> well that, that right there is the million dollar question. Because he's given all of his fish, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, chivalry's not dead. Way to go, AJ. <laughs> So uh, that, that's always tough. FYI, like, uh, 
Ron Champion chimed in a little bit ago and said AJ will be soon known as Christine Fisher's husband. That's what he said. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and J- Jim Clark said he already is. <laughs> is AJ going to take your last name? Well, I think my last name is more appropriate, but no, unfortunately. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah, with a name like Fisher, that's the that's neat. Well, maybe maybe a hyphen, good. maybe a hyphen situation or something. Okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of messy. I don't really want to do that. That'll mess up your Insta handle and everything. Come on. Goodness. You notice I took the C out, right? Right. Oh, yeah, I I didn't see that. So um, (laughs) how about, uh, I think we kind of touched on this earlier, Christine, uh, or a while back when we initially conceptualized this show, but uh, some pet peeves that, that you ladies have of maybe other Lady are you tr- are you trying to get me all riled up on a? On yes. a do it. Of course I do it. <laughs> yes. How do you I'll, feel I'll, about uh, bikini fishing? Yeah. <laughs> well, shoot. You know, I think. Do you? I don't know if you all remember. I made a very polarizing and controversial post on kayak bass fishing a little over two years ago. Oh yeah. That, yeah. that yeah. warranted a phone call from Chad Hoover, like an hour yeah. and a half long phone call. Um, yeah. I, it was like the most popular post also learned who Vicki Stark was through that post. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, I think everyone knows I'm, I, uh, I have an, a very strong opinion on that, but I've, I've definitely learned that it, there's a time and a place and a way. Um, and sometimes keeping your mouth shut and just trying to lead by the example you want others to follow yeah. might, might bode better um, in this sport, but I, I don't know. What, what do you ladies think about that? You know, we definitely have some around here and, and you never hear about these people until all of a sudden there's a picture and then that person's all over the place. I'm getting suggestions on my Instagram and if they pop up, like I'm not even going to check or fish out. I'm just going to close it, say no thanks. I just, I don't see the point of it. Whatever right. for you, I guess, but I guess, the community I that I'm in, I yeah, the guys, of course, are going to be all over it and sharing and, oh, my gosh, and ogling. But, come on, none of these guys have a chance with <laughs> any of those girls at all. So, be real. I think it comes back to, like, what, what they're trying to accomplish with it. Like, like we mentioned, each of your reasons for getting into the sport, whether it was to kind of prove yourself as a serious competitor or better your relationship with your husband, whatever it may have been. For some women, though, it seems like, it's just about attention, not actually yeah. fishing. Most definitely, yeah. So and that, that's what's tough. Same. It's like you know, I don't, I don't think a lot any of us have a problem with women that go out and you know fish in their bikini. Like, gosh, you can go back in my profile and I'll be down in Texas with my family, and I'll you probably dig up a picture like that. But it's it's when that focus shifts and the the agenda is very obvious that I have yeah. a I have an issue with plain and simple because it makes it very difficult for anglers like myself or Holly or Jesse to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the whole thing I was talking about, about uh, most of these guys, a spouse having an issue with some of us women down there, down wherever we're at fishing, they only see what there is on Instagram or Facebook, social media, whatever. Yeah. They only get to see that perspective of it. So they don't get to see, <laughs> you know, us out there actually fishing and not needing the attention from, yeah. a body figure or bikinis or whatever. Yeah, definitely. 
my wife and I have had that talk, you know, as more women have gotten into the sport, uh, you know, trying to differentiate between female anglers and models because you know, there's a huge difference between competitive anglers and people just trying to do it. Mo- and you don't see those people at tournaments. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a whole different environment. Yeah. Because nobody else going to let them hold their fish. Right. You got to catch your own in a tournament. <laughs> yeah. People are kind of goading uh, Christine here. They said, this is KBN. Let it lose, Christine. Let's hear your real opinion. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to hear that. You're wrong. That's why they're all here. I, I'm There's getting daggers shot at me right now. <laughs> I mean, it's it's tough. I I've I've made I, I think my posts have been a little bit more tactful as of as of late. Um, I, I am very passionate about it, and I do speak out quite a bit because I I have a very serious problem with with the type of of female that comes in here and it, it ruins reputations for people like me and Jesse and Holly and Rebecca, um, who definitely needs to be brought up in a, in a ladies night uh, about kayak fishing for sure. Um, it, it's just really frustrating. And I feel like it's almost an uphill battle and with social media, like, shoot, it's so easy for a female to get sponsorships or pro staffs or opportunities just simply for the fact that she's a female quite possibly might be attractive and you know it's is whole it, the fish doesn't really really matter and and that's really frustrating for me um i hate the fact that when companies reach out to me and they're like oh yeah we need a, a female on our on our staff I, I, that really rubs me wrong i mean I, i'm not i'm not okay with that at all because then they're not considering your resume so much it, it's like well you're a space that we need to fill on the mm-hmm. diversity. Yeah, it's parts. like I, I need to fill this demographic or adhere this, and yeah. I, I really have an issue with that. And let me ask you this: does that, does that drive you to to compete harder? Most definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, I, 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 you guys know that I didn't really even bass fish seriously, you know, for a really long time. That's not where my passion lies. But unfortunately, you know, bass fishing is how we compete. So I, I started really diving into that these last few years and it, it probably is my my driving force that and i mean i love fishing but um <laughs> so I because really... of your success with that fishing now you're probably getting more offers which fists you off even more <laughs> <laughs> well i mean we, the legitimate ones are fine it's just oh, when okay. companies reach and they're like hey we really need a, 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 a attractive female or a female here to to, to fill this yeah. spot or to it's like no. Yeah, because you wouldn't, <laughs> a company wouldn't be able to do that. It wouldn't be acceptable socially Mm-mm. to replace female with any other um, demographic or you know race or anything else. But that's my point. You know, it, that's. I, I remember there was a tournament, you know, out on the East Coast, and any female that caught a fish, regardless of size, got a prize. Um, AJ's boss oh. was talking about that first pipe, and I mean, like, come on, that's <laughs> so degrading. Out there for. Uh, for the general public too. Right. Get David Cottrell needs his own tournament. Yeah. Did he get a prize? Of course. <laughs> it had to be 2016. Come on, man. 2019th is year. Y'all need to go back and read the comments Ryan about... Uh, oh, go ahead, Ryan. That's what I was just talking about. Yeah, Ron's going to bust out some assless chaps to get some Instagram followers. So... <laughs> I, I was asked, I said, can you reach out to all the ladies before this starts and you guys just come out in PFGs and no shirts? 
Uh, I'm on a fish with nothing but the uh, nothing but the chick head that he had on. Oh wow. <laughs> oh boy. I like it. So each of you, what are your plans for 2019? Are you I know AJ and Christine are gonna travel a bunch. Uh what about to the other two of you? You plan on getting out and fish some of the larger tournaments again this year? Go ahead, Holly. Um, you know, I just posted somewhere. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm still tired from last season. The season out here, you know, it starts February. We were going till November last year. Like it was exhausting. Um, because I do go to all the tournaments that my husband goes to. Will I fish any of those? I don't know. Um, we are doing a lot of bass fishing, but a lot of salt fishing as well this year. We're trying we need to, to push free to do at least one of those yak bass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm almost scared to do well and never hear the end of it. Or, my, you know, if I do better than my husband, he'll never hear the end of it. Um, but, yeah, that's probably going to be a good goal, just to do at least one of those. I love the women's online tournaments just because there's so many women, and you can't find that in a live tournament. And they support each other. They help each other. There are some crazies that cheat. They always get caught, and we always talk about them behind their back. But for the most part, you know, the online ones, it's really nice having 80 women that you're fishing with. And even though you might not know them all, um, it's like the community. It's like I said, here in California, there are not a lot of women that are fishing. So, yeah, I'll make that a goal. Definitely fish a Yakabass event. Uh, probably not a KBF event. But, yeah. Definitely Yakabass. Right on. <coughs> this year, for this season, I'm not going to be able to do near as much as I did last year. Unfortunately, I have to have extensive surgery this year. And so my plans are to do two or three, hopefully three Hobies. And then I might be able to get to three trails for KBF and I'll fish the monthlies around here. But I'm going to be out of commission for about eight weeks. It's going to be okay. a really big damper, especially on that spawn bite i'm pretty tore up about that but when's uh when's the surgery i either the end of april or beginning of may okay all right you get the most of the springtime events then yeah hopefully hopefully it's a quick recovery yeah christine you're not fishing any of the hobie events right not a one no, no, I, I'm, I hope to fish all of them, even California. Um, oh, wow. I hope I can make it out there. I'm going to try to talk Jay into, into road tripping out with me. Um, so we'll see if I can make that happen. But uh, I'll definitely fish all the Hobies. My biggest goal this year, I mean, I really want to qualify for Worlds. Um, I, I really do. That's a huge goal of mine. I was really close this last year. And I'm going to put all my efforts to that. And I'll probably fish a couple KBF trails. Um, along with the national championship. And, uh, but most of my efforts will be focused towards the, the Hobie events. That's where I'll be at that time, so. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, Jim Clark asked Jesse Mitchell, is it a gallbladder surgery? I guess he's wanting to have a partner in He's got some advice. No, it's not a gallbladder surgery. All right. Wow. Uh, Y'all can have like a, a no gallbladder attorney if it is. Yeah. That'd be cool. It's a very exclusive <laughs> list. <laughs> More exclusive yeah. than TOC. 
Really? <laughs> it may be. There's a bunch of people chiming in here about other female anglers around the country. And uh, I mean, maybe you guys know some other ones, but I, I, I'm telling you that here locally, we've got a few amazing uh, lady anglers. Uh, they're talking about Gina Yuki. Uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Katie Baca. There's several on here chiming in about that. Can you guys name anybody that you fish with regularly or know out there in your area? Doing shout outs. Shout outs. Of course, like my girl, Brittany. Um, you know, and I don't know what I would do without her. She's my, she's like my sister. Whenever we go to these events where there's, you know, 400 guys, I know she's there to like say, oh my God, what have we gotten ourselves into? Like some of the craziness. And of course, Amanda Brandon, who got me into it. She's just, I can't live without that girl. And Wes. And my best girlfriend, Wes. <laughs> just kidding, Wes. <laughs> Baby girl. And Emily. She doesn't fish, but hey, I love her. <coughs> Emily Rafa. There you go. <laughs> I, know. Um, I didn't really I don't really have anybody in Nebraska, uh, or not many people in the Midwest, but I know that I always look forward to seeing Jesse and Rebecca. They were always at the big national events I would go to. Um, those two names came to mind every time. I think I, we saw each other quite a bit this last year um, mm -hmm. with all the bigger tournaments. I tell you, uh, around here, we've got a real unique uh, couple that comes and fish. It's a mother-daughter combo, uh, awesome. Carolyn and Krista Hibbs. And, and Carolyn actually taught her daughter to fish. Uh, and they fish all the tournaments together around here and actually do really well. Uh, Krista's kicked our butt quite a few times. Uh, so it's kind of neat to see a mother-daughter team come out and fish, you know, even our local events. Yeah, that's very cool. It's we've got um... – Hopefully, me and Ryan will be planning a trip uh, over to hang out with Gene Wilson, um, who is that'd be a awesome. Master at some huge fish. She's she's like she's she, top of the list, man. She freaking yeah. kills some giants down there, man. I can't I can't wait to get down there. We're gonna do a little Yak Addicts episode just based on her and, and all the freaking huge fish she's caught. She's like uh, she's caught like five over twenty five this year. Like it's something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Yeah, she's a, beast. she's a beast. It's awesome. Katie so we're looking, chimed we're in. We're looking forward to that one for sure. Yeah, Katie jumped in and made a good point. She said, uh, "Don't be intimidated. The fish don't discriminate." And that's a good point. Fish don't know mm -hmm. who's up on that kayak. It could be a little kid, old man, a, a woman, a man. It doesn't matter. The fish don't know who's up there. So, get out and compete. So Scott had asked a question, uh, you know, do you have any advice for females that might be intimidated about getting into kayak fishing? Any, any advice to them? I would say reach started. out to another female because that's definitely what got me into it more was Amanda kind of just saying, Hey, I know you're out there. Like, let's do this. The first day we ever met, uh, we just showed up at a spot to fish. She said, and it was like two hours away, two and a half hours away. She's like, let's do it. And I think, knowing someone that can kind of, you know, show you the rope, like your first day of school, having a friend that's going to show you around and introduce you to people. Um, because it is hard showing up to something, anything, and you don't know a single person. So I think as long as you find someone or if that's the easiest way, find another woman, reach out to her. She's not going to ignore you. She'll probably be, you know, glad for the female company and just go from there. 
And uh, like Jesse mentioned, don't, I would say, <laughs> if I can offer some advice, don't, uh, don't be focused on the skill set if you're still new to fishing. Uh, I think that's the great thing about kayak fishing tournaments. Most of them aren't super serious. There's higher end ones, of course, um, where the competition is a little steeper, but you know, on the local level or even some of the trail events, um, it's more about having a good time. Um, very small percentage are going to cash a check. So mm -hmm. don't be afraid to jump in there. And that's also one of the quickest ways to learn and advance. If you want to get better fishing, that's a quick way to uh, kind of expedite your experience with fishing. And you know what I found is when I go out, um, maybe not tournaments, but just out with a group or camping for the guys seem to really want to show you whatever they can, you know, I'll fish with my husband who, you know, shows me one thing and I, because he's my husband, I usually am just like, ah, don't tell me what to do. But our other friends will come in and I'll learn, you know, from Cody, from West, from Abel, you, they, you learn and you learn different techniques. You learn different ways that different people fish and no one's ever been like, yeah, I don't have time for this or everyone's really um, quick to teach and they want to show you what they know for the most part. That's just like able secret spot. But other than that, like it's been <laughs> real open community and I've learned a lot. They all have secret spots now. Adam shows you uh he shows you how he works his Ned rig pretty good, or? Abel showed me how to use a drop shot. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> I'd have to agree with Holly on that one. I think that's a, a lot of the reason why I've, I would say I've caught on pretty quickly is fishing with so many different guys out here. And I'm one of those, I'm like a sponge. I'll absorb everything I possibly can. And every single person has their favorite way of fishing or, you know, a different technique. And they are more than happy to sit down with me and show me, you know, even how to tie a new knot that might help, you know, or anything like that. So I think when it comes to other people wanting to jump in and, and learn and are kind of nervous, I actually get more guys that would like to join and start kayak bass fishing who already bass fish but a lot of them are intimidated by the gear that we have and our setups. Um, some of them are like, I, I can't go and fish with all them. I don't, you know, I don't have a kayak to put a, you know, depth finder on, or I don't have all these rods and that kind of thing. And I think that's a lot of intimidation for them. And, you know, I, I myself will break down and say, you know, it, there's so many people out there that don't have all this stuff. There's some, there's so many people that get out there and do a heck of a job that only have three rods. I mean, save up a little bit, buy you three, four, five main things that you need and just get out there and do it. Yeah. I like it. Christine? Um, I, I would agree with what both these ladies said. Um, I think I've had a lot, of, a lot of ladies reach out to me through social media and just ask for help or advice. And it's crazy how many how many people are so intimidated just to, to get out and do this on their own. Um, and I would encourage, I, I think it's really empowering to, to go out and do it on your own, just to know that you can. Um, and then fishing like the grassroots and the local events, that that's such a, such a great way to kind of enter our sport and just to meet people. And once you kind of break that barrier, it kind of paves the way for the, if you want to, you know, pursue some of the national level tournaments, but it kind of just gets you involved and gives you a little taste of, what the community is all about, which is really important. Um, that's kind of what got me hooked in the first place was 
you know, our, our club back in Nebraska and just starting there and eventually moving on to something bigger. And I think it's important, like getting like youth involved, like young ladies, like I know my daughter, like she got to meet Christine at the Gunnersville tournament last spring. And I mean, that was, that was big for her, you know, like seeing, seeing somebody that's out there, like cashing checks, like doing good. It makes her, you know, not like, oh, I have to go fishing with my dad, but it's like, you know, it's something, it's something cool for her. Like, you know, she can kind of set her eyes on that goal and hopefully, hopefully I can get her to stick with it. Awesome. Trying to keep up with these comments. Some of these guys are, uh, <clears throat> let's see, Ron. So I saw a comment on here. Uh, if you have one, one rod, one lure, what's your go-to? For bass fishing? Yes. yes, no one cares fishing. about musky, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. Some giant, big, colorful rainbow plug. Yeah, big, deep, cranking tiger crawl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me let me think on that. I'll go last on this one. I'm going second to last. What do you throw on the ledges of Kentucky Lake, Jesse? You got to have one one confidence bait that stands out over the majority. Everybody, mostly everybody knows what my confidence bait is, and that's a chatterbait all day long. Nice. I love a chatterbait. I caught 90% of my fish on a chatterbait last year. Jackhammer or chatterbait? Chatterbait. Oh, dang. On the ledges, usually I'll either throw a jig or um, Carolina rig. I've done well on Carolina rig. And my buddy uh, Eric Siddiqui is actually the one that hooked me up with that one. I've heard of him. <laughs> Maybe once or twice. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Amanda got me on uh, a certain jig and it, she said, this is the magic, you know, right here. You can't tell anybody you can ever show anybody. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And sure enough, you know, every time uh, the guys wouldn't be getting a jig bite and I would just be pulling them out. So maybe not, you know, it's common around here for some of the ladies. I know a lot of people just throw some soft plastics on, which is fine. I, I don't discriminate. If it's catching fish, it's catching fish. I've had people say, oh, you're fishing with that. You're cheating. I'm like, well, I mean, not not really. You know, I'm still fishing. Um, as far as rods, two years ago, I think for my birthday, uh, I got a Phoenix rod. And I think Adam actually steals it more than I'm able to use it. Um, but it's definitely my favorite holly uh we won't tell anybody what color and brand is it yeah <laughs> yeah can you go i, I would get a text bit? right now okay so oh, my go-to um most all of the year i'm trying to think the rod that i i threw the most was my g loomis 7-1 uh, medium heavy nrx with a shimano corrado and my bait that I did really well in all my tournaments was a uh, three-quarter ounce wobblehead with a, I won't tell you the, the brand, but uh, a very large creature bait, creature-ish bait. Creature-ish. Creature-ish. <laughs> I, like, I, mean, I love those bait, wobbleheads. Yeah, that, that was my go-to. Wow. I mean, all, all my good tournaments, I think that was a, 
I know another person that throws that quite a bit too and did pretty well in a couple of those big Southern reservoirs also. Um, that's where I might go to. That's a confidence bay for sure. Let's see. Andy Rao says he knows the secret. <laughs> he knows the gym. I just said, hey. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. He doesn't, doesn't know the secret. <laughs> We're getting comments from the crowd. My own wife chimed in. If I teach her to fish, we can share a room. That seems fair. Nice. There you go. All right. Will she braid my hair, Jeff, <laughs> for my it. tournaments? Yes, she will. And maybe if you can I, teach I her. How to, if you teach her how to fish, she'll listen to you. That'd be great. <laughs> That's speaking of sleeping on the couch. Ooh. You know, we. No, Adam and I good. have that discussion all the time. He's like, "So I'll be fishing right next to you. I'll see you struggling. I'll tell you do this and this. You shoot me a nasty look." Um, but any of the guys roll up next to you and say the exact same thing, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, why and do that? it and catch fish. Sorry, well, Adam, Adam listens really well when you tell him how to catch fish, so that's good. <laughs> I'll commend him on that. <laughs> Trying to go back through here. We've got uh, somebody said that Mark Pendergraph lady from Texas is an up and comer. That's kind of messed up. <laughs> I believe He's that was an Allen, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That had to have been an Allen. Yeah, definitely, definitely smells like an Allen on that yeah. comment. <laughs> it's kind of low blow. So just a quick reference question. Have any of you ever catfished Jim Clark by chance? Uh-oh. <laughs> Christine? If you, have, you, <laughs> you, you don't have guilty. to say <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> if you're, no, 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 Yeah. If you're not, if you're Hold not on, doing it, be right back. One second here. Yeah. If you're not doing it, say nothing. No. Delete <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> oh man. Terrible. 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 Uh, <laughs> What else we got from the crowd, fellas? You seen anything else? Uh, I saw stream? a question. Somebody wants to hear about the sturgeon. Yes, that sturgeon. Whatever Christine, that let's hear about it. Those are extinct, aren't they? Dinosaur. Prehistoric. <laughs> they are now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did. The last one in her freezer. How do they Those taste, Christine? Those are pretty decent, oh. let me tell you what. <laughs> No, I, it, that was pretty awesome. Um, I, I would encourage, I'd encourage anyone to go to go give that a shot. That's you want a good time in a kayak. That's it, it's unreal. Um, it's a really good time. Yeah, I mean it's so kind of like catfishing, but slightly, yeah. So Terrence Sullivan wanted to know what are your thoughts on a women's division. Would you rather compete with the boys or not? So I actually got asked to do that um, by Chad. Actually, uh, he was helping put something together for it. it actually, I don't think it's going to happen, but there, he said there was a kind of a men's division and, and a women's division. I was initially honestly really turned off by that because they'd be competing at the same time, same lake. And I, I said, no, uh, I, I'm just not, I'm not interested in that. You'd rather I mean, take everyone's money, not just. I want all the lunch money, all yeah. of it. <laughs> no, um, I just think it's it's one of those things. I, I like how, like you know, we have some online women's tournaments that yeah. I haven't participated in, but that's a really neat thing because it gets women together and you can do something 
and have a little fun on the side. But when it comes to like the competitive tournaments, there's nothing that a woman and this with fishing that should set her apart from the men. Right. Like we, there are no, no disadvantages or advantages for, for to being a female or a male. So I don't think there should be any type of a separate division whatsoever when it comes to yeah, competitive stuff. Like you'd have to ask why, why they would want a separate division and not just encourage. Cause they're scared. <laughs> but I mean, that's insinuating, you know, Hey, would that you, there's a handicap like, or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's and this is not boxing. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can we, uh, since we mentioned Chad, um, give a special hope he's doing well, recovering. Uh, we know he had some issues last night. If anyone wants to. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Hoover. I know he's had some health issues, whatever that was, uh, some chest pain. So, you know. And Brian, did we hear there. that he, he did make it back home? From he's home back home. home. Yeah. Yeah. He, okay. uh, yeah, Chris said so they, they left uh, about, I don't know, two hours ago, head, heading back home. So hopefully everything will be all, in, all well and good. Yeah. Hey, uh, this has been asked twice now, real quick around the horn. What kayaks do you ladies fish from? What brand? Oh, no. Ooh, Holly, what kayak do you fish oh, from? Oh, man. <laughs> so I just sold my native Titan 12. And I am going to get a 2019 Outback. Oh, okay. just like nice. <laughs> I have not wanted to see Ryan's face when I said this, and now there it is. <laughs> there might be a tear. We might have a tear. I think I see one. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little. Okay, <laughs> fish. Um, I'm in the the Hobie Pro Angler 14 for my second. And I am year. in the same. Hobie girls oh, Hobie. all the way around. The battleship. So, so that shows it. Hobies are for girls. Yep. <laughs> wow. Just took the show all the way back. <laughs> Here we are trying to make progress. Ryan's dragging us down. No. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I can't not take a shot at the Hobies. I'm sorry. I don't blame you. It's in my bones. I, like I think Hobies, Hobie's the only manufacturer that didn't make a pink version of a boat, though. Color scheme. Uh -huh. Old you know, we talk about pet pink, peeves. Though. That's that's a pet peeve when when you show up and they have to have just pink everything. Uh, oh, yeah. so, fill their boat. Come on. <laughs> I agree. I despise pink. Right on. Uh, well, we don't want to drag on too long. We almost gone an hour. I know Jesse. Uh, you've got to get to work here in a minute, don't you? Um, yeah, I gotta leave in about fifteen minutes. So I'm still sitting at work. <laughs> You're still sitting at work. I've got to go to work in the morning. Real quick, uh, the three of you, why don't you drop uh, your social media handles or YouTube channels, whatever, where people can find you and and follow your 2019 uh, seasons. Uh, mine is just Holly Bombach, just like it's spelled. Then the other one's Blue Collar Anglers. Um, we did also start a Headwaters Team Instagram just to get different points of view from different anglers. So we'll all be taking a turn, taking over that Instagram. Um, Adam has the name of it, but he hasn't shared the name of that account yet. So I don't know. <laughs> Try to give him the wink, wink, like, let me know right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Next. Next. We'll get that later. <laughs> Go ahead, Christine. 
Um, I, I do most of my stuff on Facebook and Instagram and it's just Christine Fisher and then Midwest Fisher gal, but no C now. Just Midwest Fisher. <laughs> What's your YouTube? You've been putting out some good YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, I, I don't honestly, I don't know what my, I think it's just Christine Fisher. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. I'm sorry. Solid. Google it. Solid. Sorry, my bad. Plug on that one. My bad. <laughs> Thanks for trying to help, Ryan. I know. Uh, I'm just glad she got her camera working tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse. Um, well, Facebook, of course, is just Jesse Mitchell. You're more than welcome to add me if you want to. Um, my Instagram, which is on, what the only other thing I'm on, is uh, Real Women Yak, and it's real, obviously, as in fish and real. Underscore right. women underscore yak. On Instagram, do any of you? On Instagram. There. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Like and subscribe. Like we appreciate y'all coming on, and thanks for doing what you do. Um, I apologize for offending. No, I don't apologize, but thanks for kicking my ass uh, all year long, several several of you. Likewise, likewise. Yeah. yeah. I plan on donating some more money next year. <laughs> um, if I can get off for work, basically. Awesome. Uh, Jeff? Chickamauga? It's not looking good, boys. Ooh. You mean to drop your pen? You can stay at my place. I know where it is and how to get there. I just uh, I'm trying to <laughs> no, ration. I'm not, I'm rationing time off to try to get to a lot. I'm trying to go to several of the Hobies uh, man, the national it's, championship, it's a of course. Season this year, man. I know it's wild. So yeah, yeah. and you know right uh, we're in this new house, so I got to make uh, pay the bills and, and get ready for the mm -hmm. season at the same time. Back on, on the internet, baby. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, great show tonight. Thank y'all. That was fun. Uh, we'll get out of here oh, and, and and uh, get back next week with with a new new crew. Uh, ladies, have a great night and thanks again for doing this. Thanks. Thank y'all. Thanks, guys. Okay, see y'all. Yeah. We're gone. I'm about to turn this off.